Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Scoop B Radio. On the internet, on Twitter, on Instagram, everywhere you want to be. I am Brandon Scoop B Robinson, the host of the Scoop B Radio podcast. What's going on? Two million downloads last year. Make sure you subscribe to the Scoop B Radio podcast by visiting scoopbradio.com or subscribing at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, everywhere in between. Right now on the line, we got royalty. We got Flint royalty. She's a Flintstone. We have uh, the queen of smiles on the line, Dr. Catrice Austin, who's a trailblazing expert in the field of dentistry. What's going on, man? Hey, Scoop. How you doing? I'm trying to make a dial out of 15 cents. How are you doing? <laughs> I am, too. We're, I'm right there with you, Scoop. This is Scoop Be Ready. I'm with it. So for those who are listening, uh, Dr. Austin is a best-selling author, uh, award-winning cosmetic uh, dentist star. Uh, she was actually recently voted as one of the top 25 women in dentistry, as well as a 2018 mental influencer. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so honored when uh, anybody pays attention to what I do in dentistry because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't like the dentist. So I'm honored to, to be recognized in my field, and I'm here to make everybody have a beautiful, healthy, and confident smile. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And you talk about that. I'm curious, like, why um – why do they say that being a dentist is the most stressful job? I, I, I thought you're, being a journalist was. But why Why is the dentist? Why is this such a, a stressful job? Well, you have to think, well, if you own the business, and I owned the business for 19 years, if you own the business, you don't learn in dental school about the business of dentistry. So uh, just managing uh, staff, managing your clients, Many who are afraid of the dentist, so you kind of have to be like a therapist, a counselor, and then do a heck of a job, you know, reversing their gum disease and cavities, and in my case, doing cosmetic dentistry, uh, making people look beautiful. So the combination of running a business and, and dealing with people, dealing with the staff and and all the things that go along with it, it can be stressful. And the surprising fact is, I think 
dentists have like the highest rate of suicide. I ain't killing myself over no teeth. I'm gonna tell you that. But uh, it is one of those stressful jobs where 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 it does affect us. But I, I get to have fun with what I do and work with cool people. So that won't be me, Scoop. Yeah, and you know it's it's Scoopy Radio on the line with uh, Dr. Catrice Austin, a DDS, a Flint, Michigan native. You um you and I connected uh, at Carnegie Hall, I believe. Uh, we we met at Carl Banks. Yeah, yeah. And the thing that that I and just doing research you and, and learning, you pursued your passion as as did I. Like there's a there's a there's a light, there's a shine, there's a there's something about you that stands out because even though it's stressful, you you're doing what you love. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, you know. So uh, dentistry changed my life. So. Uh, when I was a teenager, I hated my teeth. They were, um, I had multiple spaces between my teeth. They flared up, up, and then, and people called me Bug Bunny. The kids used to tease oh, me no. all the time. You know how kids are. So my self-esteem growing up was not that great. So, uh, I seem like I'm an extrovert and the life's the party now, but it wasn't like that when I was growing up. And when I was 15, my mom surprised me and got me braces and it changed my life. Once those braces came off, I was about 16, you know, in high school, and the boys are starting to look at you, and you want to be the cool kid. That transformation happened right at the right time, and I didn't realize how much people paid attention to teeth, but people started complimenting me on my smile, and I started to feel so much better about myself. And um, I was even voted prettiest smile in in my senior year. So in high school, I knew that I not wanted to be a dentist, I had to be a dentist so that I could give people that same good feeling about themselves um, when they go to the dentist and they undergo a, a transformation like I did. So I am truly, every day that I go to the office and go out and meet people, I am literally living my dream, and that's what it's all about. And just to put a little bit of a time stamp on it for those who are keeping score at home, um, she's being modest. Flint Central High School's, uh, you were voted prettiest smile by uh, 1988 at Flint Central High School. Uh, where you just you received your diploma the same year. It says in your bio uh, that you uh, discovered your passion for dentistry at 15. Most 15 year olds, they they playing Pac Man there. Yeah. You. You, that's like the bookworm's dream. You decided that you want to be a dentist in the dentist's office at 15. Yep. And so it made going to college super easy and getting through high school because I didn't have to, to find myself. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. So I was very focused in undergrad. Shout out to the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, and I was just laser focused. Um, just and it just made life so much easier. Michigan is one of the biggest party schools in the nation. You mean to tell me you didn't at least try one party at the University of Michigan? Please, I was the party queen now, <laughs> just like I am today. Um, I, you know, here's the thing: I never, my mom never gave me boundaries. I guess I had self-imposed boundaries, but in high school, I had a car, no curfew. My best friend didn't have curfew, but we were the smartest bookworms. All the nerds used. All the people used to call us nerds, but we'd go out and hang out and come back and get all A's. 
So same thing in undergrad. I pledged uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha. I partied I, and I studied my butt off and, and did well enough to get into dental school. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I did have, and I was there during the Fab Five, during Desmond Howard's Heisman Trophy win. I was there doing a hot time. So, uh, thank God I was able to make it through, and I had the discipline to get through, because it could have went a different way. Surely, surely, surely. You mentioned your AKA. My, I let my mother know that you said ski. Oh, yes. Hi, Mom. <laughs> you, um, I mean, I'm looking at this list of clientele and, and you know, the late Isaac Hayes, uh, Tony Braxton, uh, Missy Elliott. Isaac, there's a reason why Isaac Hayes' teeth are so white. Where did, where did you guys meet? Tell me that story. Uh, that, that Isaac Hayes was my very, very first celebrity client, and I met him at P. Diddy's restaurant called Justin's uh, mm-hmm. when it was up and running in New York City. Every Tuesday, he turned that restaurant into a party where all of the A-list celebs would go to hang out. And one day, I'm in there, and I see the legendary Isaac Hayes, and I'm scared. I know he's a legend. My mom used to play his music all the time. I want to go over and meet him, but it took me about an hour to muster up the nerves to go over and say hi. And when I did, mind you, I just started my practice. This is 1998. I'm 28 years old. And I go over to him and I'm say, I say, hey, Mr. Isaac Hayes, I'm Dr. Catrice Austin. I am a dentist. If you have a dentist that you're not happy with or you uh, don't have a dentist, I would love to serve you. And I gave him my card. He looked at me, he looked at the card, and he was like, I ain't never seen a dentist that looked like you. Sit down and have dinner with me. And I sat down, had dinner with him, and we got to know each other. And by the time we finished dinner, he was like, I am going to help you. I want to be your client, and I want to help you. And that he did. Um, He came to my office, and um, uh, once he left, he decided that I was officially a part of his his entourage. He took me to the Acapulco Black Film Festival. He took me to the Grammys. Everywhere he went, I literally went, and people would always come up to Isaac. So I got a chance to meet a lot of entertainers through him, through him giving up his mailing list so that I could pass out and mail out flyers. He did all of that without wanting a thing. He just wanted to help a young black girl make it on 57th Street in New York City. And for that, I'm forever thankful. He became like a, a father figure to me. And uh, uh, he really gave me my break. So I'm thankful. Shout out to P. Diddy and shout out to Isaac Hayes uh, for giving me giving me that first opportunity. And from there, once I had him as my first celebrity client, um, that was it. I, I found a publicist. She got me into magazines, and it just took off, took off running from there. Super Radio on the line with Dr. Patrice Austin. Uh, she holds professional memberships uh, at the American Dental Association, New York County Dental Society, American Association of Dentists, American Academy of Cosmetic Dentists, and the Academy of Sports Dentistry. And you also uh, got the Doctor of Dental Surgery from the University of Michigan in 1996. Which means you found some common ground with Tony Braxton, uh, another one of your clients who was in Maryland. That story was her and I shared the same celebrity hairstylist. 
So I did a makeover, smile makeover, one of my favorite smile makeovers. I did teeth whitening and veneers on our hairstylist. Mm-hmm. He left me and went straight to her to do her hair. She was like, whoa, who did your teeth? And he told her, and she was like, I got to go to her. And that's how that happened. So um, it's just amazing how how things happen and, and the connections that you have can lead to other connections. And that's just been my whole story, whole whole journey, just meeting and connecting with people and being likable and genuine and not appearing like I'm in it for money because I really am in it to help people and, and the money comes. For sure. And Missy Elliott has a pretty smile. She's a client of yours. Yes, yes. So Mona Scott Young uh, was a early, early client and supporter of mine. And uh, uh, she, at the time, was at Violator Records or Management. Uh, and because of her, I literally got a good portion of her roster. So that was Missy Elliott, uh, Buster Rhymes, uh, Noriega. Uh, Eva Marcel was being managed by her at the time. She was fresh off of the America's Next Top Model. So uh, thanks to Mona, I got a lot of her clients, and um, um, that's how I got Missy. And Missy does have naturally have a – she has a natural, beautiful smile. For sure. And um, you mentioned Mona Scott Young. Uh, she created – Love and hip hop. Yes. Uh, you claim more love, love and hip hop, and you talked about your journey. How you know you got you got teased, and then you started to look your your, your living your best lifestyle, and you got places and all of those good things that kind of ties into a similar story. And said Cardi B. Uh, yes. Uh, her bodak yellow shattered the Billboard 100 charts. Uh, she's known for her many things, her humor, her outspokenness, and her signature crooked smile. And after her first season of VH1's Love and Hip Hop, she invested in her new smile, and uh, courtesy of you. Uh, and yeah. in her song, she talks about she got a bag. and she Got a bag and fixed her teeth. Hope you, it ain't teeth. <laughs> yes, you know, that is, um, that is one of the best, public smile stories um, that I can ever think of because she was, she she actually vowed to never get her smile done, that she was happy with her teeth, that she was happy in her skin. Um, but the truth of the matter is, you know, as you are starting fresh in your career, your smile and your image does matter. And She's human, as tough and as bold as she is, she would read the comments on Twitter and and Instagram, and, you know, it did start to bother her. So I did a a demo reel of some of my smile makeovers, and I sent it to a lot of producers, and Mona was the very, very last person that I wanted to even think about sending it to because I never like to violate my relationships and take advantage of my friends and their positions. Um, but, um, someone told me to go ahead and do it and I did. And as soon as she got it, she was like, girl, she called me at the office. She was like, girl, Cardi B is ready to to get her teeth done and I want you to do it. And I was so thankful and so honored. And quite frankly, I, the pressure was on because I knew that that was going to be a very public 
smile transformation. And I knew that there was no room for error that I had to put my best foot forward, which I always do. But I wanted to kill it because I did, I used to read the comments about her teeth and people on the internet are quite, quite cruel. So it was my, I made it my business to, um, when I had the opportunity to give her like the best smile makeover that I could possibly deliver. And, um, it was pretty good, huh? Uh, America seemed <laughs> to like it and it really changed her life. And to see her sitting next to Anna Wintour and now on the cover of Rolling Stone with her fan, and it's, it's, it's a testament that a smile does play an important role in your image and she's going on to do big things and I'm very thankful because she did not have to put anything about her teeth in her number one song Bodak Yellow but she did and that just started a whole nother uh, round of referrals and, and it's just been for the last two two and a half years it's been an amazing journey and I thank her for giving me that trust because trust and believe there were many dentists that were trying to do her smile makeover for free. And people were telling her to go to Columbia because it'll be cheaper. And she stood, stood firm and she chose me. Uh, and and I'm thankful. It was fun. It was lots of fun. Where were you the first time you heard that line in her song? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think in the car. I think I was in the car listening to Hot 97 and I heard that. Some people were telling me about it, but I didn't know what they were talking about. And then I was in the car and I was like, holy shit, that is so cool. That is so cool. She didn't say my name, but if you Google, you know who did it. So it was so cool. So cool. How long, if I could ask, would a procedure like hers take? The cool thing is when you do cosmetic dentistry and forego braces, it actually takes two visits about a week apart. Her transformation, because we did, we actually will just take three visits, including the consultation. During her consultation, I did a lot. Of, I analyzed her smile, and then I took some moldings of her teeth, and I actually designed her smile with the laboratory. So it was all planned out. We knew exactly how it was going to look, and um, it was designed perfectly. Um, I use a special lab in uh, California. In California, they know cosmetic dentistry. They produce beautiful smiles all the time. I literally flew my lab technician to New York to meet her and just make sure he understood her facial features and the, the symmetry. And we just went all out to make sure that this was done properly. Where's the strangest of places? So, like, in the past, I've asked people who've been uh, on video, that design video games, that they've been recognized at the airport. For you, where's the strangest place that you've ever been recognized for doing Cardi B's teeth? Um, you know, I was <laughs> uh, two places, uh, and not very, very strange, but I walked into a bowling alley one day, and... The people at the front desk is, I know exactly who you are. Oh, my God. Um, um, that was one place uh, in New York City. And then um, I was getting on a boat ride, and the girl that takes and sells the tickets, um, she started screaming. And I'm like, what is she screaming about? <laughs> but, <laughs> 
And she was like, you're Cardi B's business. No, I follow you on Instagram. Uh, so, yeah, those were two places where I was just totally going to chill. And then they were like, it was just like a, a reaction. And it, it feels so good because I'm just a dentist. Scoop. I'm just a regular schmegler dentist, like Cardi B would say. I'm just regular schmegler. Uh. <laughs> no, that's that's real. The Bronze MC revealed uh, on one of Power One of Five's The Breakfast Club with DJ Envy, Charlamagne, and Angela Yee uh, that she decided to fix her teeth, as you said, as a result of being ridiculed for a smile. She said, "Unquote, I know I'm going to be more and more on TV, and I know they don't look right. And then I did get a little tired. I felt like I was getting bullied." And she also said, "I'm the type of person, like I'm a Libra, that I like to be aha. What you going to uh. say about me now?" <laughs> yeah, when you take away, you take away, so yeah, and she said that when she was in the office, like, once I do this, then what you going to talk about? I took away the one thing that you could possibly talk about. And it's true. It's true. But people always find something. But she took away that one thing. And now I'm glad that she feels, feels better. And you can just see her, her swag is just amazing. For sure. Do you feel as though, Everybody has their mama, I made it moment. Do you think that the Isaac Hayes moment was the I made it moment, or do you think the Cardi B moment was the I made it moment? Oh, ooh, that is a good question. Um, it's a really hard choice. Um, I'm going to say, without either one, I may not be in the position. Without Isaac giving me that chance, perhaps I may, may have made made my name as Dentist to the Stars. Not sure. I can say that Cardi B was definitely an obvious aha, mama, I made it moment. Be Getting a call from TMZ to ask me about her teeth and, and, and being on the show, that was definitely an aha, mama, I made it. When you make it to TMZ, it, you kind of made it. <laughs> um, and the thing is, is it was kind of surprising to me because you named some of the other celebrities that I have on my roster. Some of them arguably are more famous than her mm-hmm. um, and have been in the game much longer and, and more recognizable. But her transformation, I will say, inspired the world much, much more than any of my other celebrities that I've worked with. Her smile makeover inspired college students, retired police officers, just moms of four, people who never thought that it could happen for them or they didn't feel comfortable and needed to find the right dentist. They were inspired to take the leap. And that's that's why I'm going to have to say, unfortunately, I love you, Isaac Hayes, rest in peace. But Cardi B is the most significant smile makeover in my life. Yes. <laughs> I like that, uh, Dr. Catrice, uh, chatting with Scoopy, Scoopy Radio. Radio. Uh, for those listening at home, she holds social memberships uh, to the National Association of Black female executives in music and entertainment as part of the Black Sports Agents Association. And as we mentioned before, uh, as a member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, uh, you uh, recently, uh, Cardi B's dropping albums, getting ready to drop a baby, but you recently 
released a book called The Ultimate Guide to Charcoal Teeth Whitening, How to yeah. Take Your Smile to the Next Level the Natural Way. It's available on Amazon uh, as well. You can also visit thecleanofsmiles.com. Tell me more about this book. Well, uh, as you may know or may not know, uh, charcoal teeth whitening is the hottest procedure or not even, it's not even a procedure, it's the hottest technique for whitening your teeth the natural way. Charcoal is everywhere. Um, so I wanted to write a book. This is my fourth book um, that I have released. And I want to give people, there's been a lot of speculation on if it really works or if it doesn't work, how to use it, how does something black turn your teeth white. And um, I wanted to kind of demystify the things that people uh, were wondering about charcoal teeth whitening. So I basically give you an A to Z rundown on what is charcoal, how it works. Um, basically, uh, charcoal is some is a is a agent that will clean out any impurities in your body. Uh, a little fact is when poisoning patients go to the hospital, it is charcoal that is given to them to. Um, detoxify them. Um, so it's very, very effective in removing bacterial and cleaning and purifying. So I wanted to introduce this new whitening technique to the world. So I wrote the book. Um, it just made it to Kindle last week. And we're shooting for a number, another number one book. So for, if there's anybody out there who has sensitive teeth, you've tried uh, Crest White Strips or uh, the dental office, uh, gels and the one-hour whitening in the office and you found that it made your teeth sensitive or you already know that your teeth are sensitive and you're looking for a natural way to do it, charcoal is the way to do it. So along with the book, I have created a line of charcoal products. I have charcoal teeth whitening powder, a toothbrush that has charcoal bristles, um, and these are things that you can find on my VIPSmilesStore.com. Um, to naturally whiten your teeth um, for less, for less than 30 bucks. So one of the things mm. with my product line, I wanted to make it uh, quality products, but at an affordable price. So everything that I have on my store is less than $100. So that's what we're bringing in my new business venture that I just launched uh, last week. That's kind of awesome. You went from... I well, you actually went to school with this process. You did something, then you went from out of school, Isaac Hayes, to Missy Elliott, to uh, Mona Scott, to Cardi B, to merchandising. Yes, yes. So the last thing that I have to do in the, I have a, uh, basically I've studied all of my top uh, competitors of general descent. And all of them have had sexy cosmetic dentistry practices in Beverly Hills in New York. I have that. Everyone of uh, my top competitors have written books. I've done that. Uh, each one has had a, pro a product line. That was one of the things that I was missing. So now I'm right there with them. And the last thing that I have to do is start a nonprofit. And then I am right up there with the top white dentist in America. How are, as a black woman, is it for people, do you feel that people in your industry, it is for people to take you seriously? You know, 
I think that um, now that I've gotten some notoriety, I'm taken very seriously. But um, I can say because there's not a lot, I mean, I'm not going to even say there's not a lot of black female dentists out there. We're out out here. We are out here, but um, not so many have made it in the public eye. So I think that, you know, now that I'm following the path of success, um, the standards of success from my competitors, I think now people are really taking me serious. I can even, in the last two weeks since I launched my product line, people are like, whoa, like, how did you do, how did you do that? Like, I have a sonic toothbrush that's comparable to my major competitor. I mean, I, I really, I really not, I'm not playing any games. So I hope now people take me as a force to be reckoned with. And I'm not done. I'm just getting started, school. I am nowhere near done. You're from Flint, Michigan. How much of being from Flint being a Flintstone prepare you to New York or New York City? Uh, I'm going to say uh, it has a lot to do with my success because, as you know, the streets of Flint is no joke. We are traditionally the top five in crime, so you got to be on your, your, your toes and your feet to, and, and always be aware of your surroundings. And the odds have been against me from the beginning because I was born to a teenage mother. She had me at 17. My father has never been in the picture, so single parent, mom, making sure that I was exposed and well-traveled and uh, learned different languages. And she just really made sure that I was prepared for the world. And, And being from Flint, and what I've seen and what I've experienced and the struggles have a hundred percent prepared me for this this hustle of New York. Um and and I just failure is not an option for me. Like I just can't I can't and I won't uh fail no matter you know, I'm going through a career transition as you speak because I sold my practice last year. So I'm entering a new phase of my career where I'm kind of starting uh, from 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 day one. This is year one of my new product line and my new business and my speaking career and the things that I'm doing now. So I feel like I'm like I'm, I'm on that hustle. I'm, uh, it's 98 and I'm looking I'm looking for you know the opportunities that will propel this business to um, the success that I've reached with my my previous practice. So yeah, I'm I'm so on hustle mode, and that and that hustle definitely comes from Michigan. So from '98, which mind you was a very good year, music wise, it was. It was. <laughs> it was. That's why I, when I came to New York in '96, I was only supposed to be here for a year. I came here to do my hospital training, and and that year when I got to New York and I felt the energy and comedy was popping and hip hop was popping and everybody was doing well. Bottles was being popped and just life. People were doing well. I think it might've been the click years. I don't know, but life was, mm-hmm. life was good. Life was really good. So um, if this uh, 2000, 2018, 20 years later is an indication, that's, that's amazing. 20 years and, 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 and I'm, uh, on to the next chapter. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm so going to, uh-huh. 
I was going to say, you, you, you talked about music. I, I segued in. I was like, Chris Paul, I threw the alley-oop to Blake Griffin for a reason. Uh-huh. So, 98, you had Monica and Brandy, The Boy Is Mine. Mm. You had Fire. And Ghetto Superstar. Ooh. You had Lauren Hill, Do What That Thing. Oh, no, that thing, that, okay, okay. You had Jay-Z, Hard Knock Life. Jesus Christ. You that had was a good year. Nicole Ray, Make It Hot. Oh. You had Big Pun, Still Not a Player. Oh, that was a good year. Destiny's Child, No, 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 Part 2. No way. You had Drew Hill. My boy. This is your love. Oh. Did I take it back? What was that last one? I said, did I take it back to you? I just you took it back. 2008 was, I mean, uh, what was that? 1998. 1998. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you remember your first apartment in New York City? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my first apartment was in Park Slope, Brooklyn, and it was the second floor of a two-family. And the reason why I remember that so well, um, it was actually, I had lots of space, uh, lots of space. Mm -hmm. But I remember it well because I'm so mad because the owner of that two-family in uh, 1999 wanted to sell me that two-family. And I ain't had the money, Scoop. <laughs> and the money that back in, in in 1998, no, not 1998. Was it that's 1998? 1998, he wanted like $250,000 for a two-family brownstone in Park Slope. Do you Damn. understand? <laughs> it's kind of like Jay-Z on 444. Yeah, Do you understand? <laughs> and if I had bought that, family where I financially in real estate where I would be right now. Ah. So and you know how you feel now? Dumbo. 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 Because <laughs> I already know that's a multiple million dollar brownstone right now. Uh, so that's why I remember it. So wish I had if I came from a, a family with you know with money that could have helped but I just didn't. I was fresh in my career. I didn't have it. So Shout out to uh, 17th Street and uh, Prospect Park West. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ladies who pay attention to you, or for young ladies who are just now being acquainted with who you are, uh, that maybe have aspirations to be where you are, uh, what, what three things would you give them? Uh, what pearls of wisdom would you give them? Scoop B Radio. Uh, you know what? Uh, we just we talked about following your dreams and never giving up. Um, there's always going to be rejection. There's always going to be roadblocks. Um, you cannot let rejection, roadblocks, failures. Um, the most successful people in business and sports and entertainment have gotten no's and have failed. So never give up. Um, you got to have a amazing support team of advisors, um, your accountant, your lawyer, your business advisor if you don't have money to pay these people guess what on our on our cell phones you have a wealth of resources uh, one of the things that i did earlier when i was starting my business is i went to the 
uh, small business association and they have a library. They have free counselors. As a matter of fact, because I'm doing everything that I, this is year one for me again, I'm like going to be hitting up the SBA and getting the counseling, even though I've been in business for 19, 20 years, there's always new resources and things that I need to learn to take it to the next level. So get your team of advisors and and seek help. If you're a professional, read your dental journal, dental journals, find a mentor. Um, so that's number two. And number three, um, surround yourself with people who are as smart and even smarter than you. Look at your crew. I can tell you that in the last five years, the last two years, I've had to look at the people who are around me. Are they motivating me? Are we checking in on each other? Are they adding value to my life? Because people in your circle can either help you and take you to the next level, or they can hinder you and stop you from having the motivation to achieve your dreams. So I had to look at my team and and and, and really delete or uh, block or, or change. I've changed my number. I had to get rid of people so that I could stay focused and, and have a team that's going to uplift me. And that's super important. And it could be, I don't care if it's your mom. I, I had, let me tell you this story real quick. I had my aunt. Uh, my mother's sister, when I was starting my business, she didn't, she was not a believer. She didn't believe that I should start a business. She thought I should work for every everybody in my family worked for General Motors. I need to get a job, and I needed to crawl before I walked. And I shouldn't be going after celebrities. I'm going to end up pregnant and on drugs, and my oh, life my. is going to turn into shambles. If I were to listen to my mother's sister and her doubts about my career path and my dreams, I would not be here today. And so I had to distance myself from her because she was a negative force. And I'm so glad I did. And she regrets that. But, you know, you never know. That impacted me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to prove to you that I got what it takes to succeed. And I did. Um, so I don't care if they're in your family, if they're your friends, you have to, to distance yourself from the people who are not on team you. And that's it. We didn't got the Sermon on the Mount. We didn't got Brooklyn, uh, the early days. We didn't got education advice. We have gotten your book promo. You said a mouthful. Uh, where can people um, see you moving from now to the end of the year? What do you got going on? Um, so what I'm going to be doing in the next month is I'm going to be going on tour. Uh, I will be going all across the United States, um, doing, uh, web and, uh, live uh, seminars about teeth whitening and cosmetic dentistry. I'll be doing teeth whitening across the country. So, um, everybody, uh, can go to thequeenofsmiles.com. Uh, for, you know, updates on what I'll be doing, as well as follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Dr. Catrice Austin, D-R-C-A-T-R-I-S-E-A-U-S-T-I-N. 
Um, and that's where you can stop. Just follow me, turn on your notifications, and you will have all that you need to know. But I'm coming to a city near you, and uh, I'll be doing uh, webinars online as well for anybody just looking for uh, online help. So that's uh, that's what I'm doing next. I'm looking forward to to meeting a lot of you guys out there across the USA. Bonus question. You think Cardi's going to have a boy or a girl? Um, she already said that she's going to have a girl, and it's going to be the cutest little thing, and she's going to be dressed uh, in the cutest little clothes, and, and it's going to be amazing. So um, she looks like she's ready to pop any moment. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. That's it. We all can't wait. That is going to be an IG story in and of itself. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The videos is going to come out of Cardi B and the mom is going to be amazing. That's all she wrote. Dr. Patrice Austin, thank you so much for joining Scoop. Thank you. Scoop B Radio. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 